to Nadia No Filter. Okay, I don't even know where to begin. The last 24 hours have been a whirlwind of, like, I guess, fuckery. I don't, I don't know what else to call it. But I feel like, you know, since my emotions are raw, maybe it's the best time or the worst time to be, like, recording something like this. I don't know. But I guess this will be my tell-all of dating Calvin Klein's ex-boyfriend, Nicholas Gruber. He's also having his tell-all book of, like, dating Calvin Klein, uh, allegedly. He's doing, like, a ghost writer type situation because he can't spell for the life of him. And he's, like, not really intellectual at all. Um, so, yeah. So, I met this crazy fucking felon in July through this dating app called Hinge. Um, shortly after, though, after, like, realizing he was a felon and out of prison, I did report his profile because I'm like, excuse me? Like, how how are you on this? But I don't know what it is. I feel like once you're love-bombed and someone tells you, like, you're the most important thing in my entire world and being told this, like, repeatedly... It does something to you. It truly does. It makes you ignore all the red flags. It makes you ignore all your friends and family telling you this person's a fucking psychopath. I don't know. It's it's really crazy. But oh my god, like the stuff that he did, the stuff that I witnessed him do, the stuff that he would say and do, all of it was just so bad. And I'm just, honestly, I feel like, of course, upset with myself for like, allowing myself to be in such a situation and it's also like bitch you should have like known better like you truly should have known better you were in like you know a sighty fucking program like you know you know how these people work but you were still bamboozled with this delusion of like who he could be I guess and I guess it's like when you see like the potential in someone you really want that to be reality so badly so like you do whatever you can in your power to make that version of, like, who you think the person is, like, you try to bring that out of them, you know? I guess I could, like, save you some background story of, like, how, like, what kind of person he is if you just Google Nicholas Gruber. Uh, so you'll know, like, a lot about him right off the bat. And to my dismay, I guess, even after knowing, again, all the stuff that's written about him, I give him the benefit of the doubt because he's, like, you don't get it. Like, if you're, like, in the public eye, you don't have your own narrative to, like, tell the world or tell people. It's, like, not fair. Like, what they wrote about me, it's only one side of the story. Da-da-da-da-da. And I feel like, you know, being someone that's empathetic, like, that's also such a weakness where it's so easy to be manipulated because you want to give the person the benefit of the doubt. You want to be, like, this person's not fucking evil and they're not going to, like, manipulate me, you know? So I guess time and time again, I would just be like, okay, this is a red flag. Let's just hope for the best and hope this is not what it truly is, you know? Um, And he kept telling me, like, I never want you to, like, reach out to my ex-girlfriend that he, like, lives with uh, because allegedly she'd call, like, his parole officer and, like, put him back in prison. And I think, you know, that's obviously, like, why I never, like, reached out to her or ever talked to her. Because I was like, I don't want to ruin this man's life, you know? I don't want to be, like, responsible for that. But he went to New York City recently to, quote, unquote, collect money. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means beat the shit out of someone. I don't know if he killed someone, to be completely fucking honest with you. Because he said it, like, went bad. And he couldn't tell me what happened. And 
he's a vi- like a very violent person. I've seen him beat the shit out of someone uh, in an in and out parking lot for no reason. Um, so he, yeah, he's a dangerous person. And now I know from his ex-girlfriend, I guess his actual current girlfriend, I don't fucking know, that he like broke some girl's nose and he would always tell me like he would never beat a woman or like hit a woman because I'd always like express my concerns of like how he's like violent. And I was like, I never want you to like fucking hit me. Otherwise, like, even if it, like, if I ever got close to that point, like I'm fucking out, like, I hope you know that, you know? So I'd always like warn him that I'm like, one foot out the door because, like, I just don't trust him. You know what I mean? But so I was, like, sitting in on one of his Zoom meetings with this, like, ghostwriter uh, for his book. I don't know if it's going to happen. It was going to be called Crash, Burn, Repeat with, like, whatever. So he was sitting in... I was sitting in on, like, this call, and he talked about, like, how he would, like, beat the shit out of his mom when she was, like, on meth or, like, drugs and I'm just like, what the fuck? Didn't you just say you've never beat a woman? He's like, no, no, no. But my mom's is like a different story. She was on drugs. And uh, I don't I don't think that like is negated from the whole, you know, like what? Um, and his mom was also crazy from everything that I heard from his aunt that was also like on the Zoom call. Um, yeah, basically she only had him so she could get welfare checks and she also was addicted to drugs, went out with her one of her boyfriends at the time to do, like, cocaine and go to, like, a party. And then her daughter died of a seizure that night just because she, like, wanted to go out and get, like, fucked up. And it's like your daughter literally fucking died because she had a seizure and you weren't, like, there to, like, attend to her needs. And she had epilepsy. So it's like, why would you leave her alone without, like, a babysitter, you know? But bringing it back to, like, when I first met him. So... Even before ever talking to him, like, on the phone or meeting up with him in person, I actually got a Facebook message from who he said was his ex-girlfriend, but obviously, like, his living girl. Like, he lived with her for free, like, rent-free, because he just got out of fucking prison. So he lived with her, and she was like, hey, how do you know Nick? And I'm like, I didn't respond, because I'm like, dude, this bitch could be crazy. I don't fucking know her. And um, she, like, sent me, like, five messages in a row, called me twice, and I was, like, asleep, so I didn't, like, see any of the texts. I didn't, like, answer any of the phone calls. Um, and then I remember getting, like, a text from Nick, and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I woke up being like, oh, like, what is this man sorry about? Then I went on Facebook, saw, like, all the messages, and I was like, oh, so he's probably dating someone. Got it. And then I was like, no, dude, like, I'm good off of you. And then he was like, no, like, I really need to talk to you on the phone. I got to explain everything. da 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 I really like you. Also, that should have been a red flag. You don't even fucking know me, bro. Like, you haven't met me in person. You've never even heard my voice or, like, talked to me on the phone. I could be the biggest fucking bitch you've ever met. And I guess, technically, now I am because, you know, uh, I told his, I guess, girlfriend everything. Um, Like, how we had a whole fucking blown relationship for the past four months. And... I didn't know they had a fucking full-blown relationship, too, because he said that they were broken up, all that shit, right? But anyway, yeah, so am I at fault? Yeah, for being a fucking dumbass, definitely. But I also think, like, being deluded into thinking someone loves you, like, here's the thing. People are like, oh, like, if you're insecure, you're going to be in these, like, toxic, abusive type of relationships. But here's the thing. I'm really fucking obsessed with myself. I love myself so much. So the way that I, like, have thought and felt about all of this is, like, yeah, of course this guy could be in love with me within, like, a fucking month. Like, I'm amazing. 
how could he not be, you know? Um, so I think, like, love bombing works on me because I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking amazing person. Like, everybody would be in love with me after a few weeks, you know? So that, I guess, is, like, my downfall for sure. But honestly, you know, even after knowing everything there is to not know, I guess you can't know everything there is to know about someone, but, like, I know all the bad. Like, they're honestly... The whole thing is just red flag after red flag. Like, he's a terrible fucking person. He would use the N-word. He would use the F-A-G word referring to gay people. And he was like, no, I'm not gay. I'd beat that motherfucker up if they ever hit on me or touch me. Da-da-da-da. Because, trigger warning, I was molested as a kid. Da-da-da-da-da. And, and I don't, honestly don't even know if that part of his narrative is true. Um, I think it's like playing, like, the victim card of, like, I never had a family. I never had parents that loved me. This also happened to me. And yes, he had a really fucked up childhood. Like, his mom was fucking psychotic. And honestly, I feel like I blame her for who he turned out to be. Um, She also, like, died of a drug overdose. And I'm like, well, I mean, that sucks, you know? But also, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's That's a lot. That's a lot to unpack. But back to, like, what I think is... The worst part of all of this is that even after experiencing everything that I did with this individual and whatnot, I am still looking at my phone being like, oh, like, I wonder if he called me from like a blocked number or like left a voicemail. Uh, And I just like want him to explain himself so badly. And I know anything that would come out of his mouth would be a lie because like when I was talking to his girlfriend, I guess, um, she, she sent me like screenshots of what he would say about me where he was like, I want you, uh, I never moved on with Nadia, and then she also said he called me, like, hideous, and I'm like, wait, that's all I need to fucking know. If this man call me fucking hideous, I'm done with him. Like, I, I don't give a flying fuck about this individual at all. Like, you can't insult me or talk shit about me behind my back, especially call me fucking ugly. Like, there's no feelings involved after that. But, you know, again, I just, you know, part of me really wants an explanation from him. I know, again, like everything that would come out of his mouth would be a fucking lie. But I really want him to be like, everything was a misunderstanding. I really do love and care about you. I want you back. Da, 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 da. Like, I want him to like still like want to win me over and like grovel, you know. And that's not healthy to want. And... You know, that's, like, me subconsciously, like, having, like, that desire, like, that want, you know? And I just have to, like, consciously make an effort to be, like, no. Then I'm sucked in in this fucked up situation again. And, like, I probably would never get out, you know? So, like, let's hope for the best and let's hope he never contacts me again. Because, like, knowing myself, I I feel like I would... (sighs) I would always give people, like, the benefit of the doubt. Like, no matter how much someone fucks me over, which I think is my worst trait. The reason why I have this is because my dad was physically abusive from, like, the age of 2 to 13. I was forced to live with him for my entire life. You know, I was forced to forgive a man for emotionally, verbally, like, beating the shit out of me. And, you know, Um, so... I think when you experience that from a caregiver, a parent, you know, you are going to allow other guys to treat you like in a similar fashion. And 
you know, with guys, I'm like, oh, but he never fucking beat the shit out of me, so he's not all that bad. And that's, like, a really low bar. That's a very low criteria. That's a really... That should never be kind of, you know, what you're looking for, you know? And my mom was like, how come all your relationships have been, like, not good? Where, like, the guy is either... I mean, only two of them were, like, psychopaths out of, like, the four. So I, I don't think my my dating history is, like, all that bad. But, I mean, two is still a lot more than one. And if you're asking me, Nadia, why do you think Nicholas Gruber is a psychopath? Because he also told me... That when he was like 15 years old or eight or something like that, he drowned five kittens in a toilet on purpose. And I think I just blocked that shit out of my memory because we had like this conversation of like, what's like the worst thing you've ever done? And I was like, you know, X, Y, and Z. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, like, that's not even that bad. Like, I like drowned five kittens and I, you know. I was like, oh, like, I guess this is supposed to be, like, a safe space, like, where he feels comfortable, like, opening up to me, and he trusts me, so I guess I'll, like, accept, like, I won't judge him, you know? Like, I'll I'll accept this for what it is, I'll accept him for what he is, and I guess, like, I also, like, wanted to give him, like, that love unconditionally that I felt like he needed in order for him to become, like, his best self or his best version, um... But yeah, there are so many times that I'd like break up with him. The most recent time that kind of like solidified our breakup this past time around was he had to go to San Diego to sell ammo or drugs. I don't know which one or both, honestly. And I was like, you need to stop engaging in illegal activity. If you want to date me, you got to stop doing that. And he was like, you can't make me choose. Don't give me this ultimatum. And it's like, bro, you literally just got out of fucking prison in May. Do you want to go back? You know, like, stop engaging in the same shit and behaviors that got you into fucking prison in the first place, you know? Honestly, my most, well, recent ex-boyfriend that's not Nick, I don't even know if I, like, want to call him an ex-boyfriend. The fact that I dated him, honestly, is so fucking embarrassing, if anything. So, like, I don't, I just, like, want to annul the whole relationship, you know? Like, you know when you annul a marriage and you're like, it never fucking happened? Can we please do this with this relationship, too? But, yeah, so my, my... Most recent ex-boyfriend, besides this whole situation, sometimes I, like, blame him. Because I'm like, bro, like, if you were in my life, like, if you were my friend, as you said, you would always be my friend if we, like, broke up, I would have never gotten this situation in the first place. Because you'd be like, Nadia, don't fucking date this guy. Like, why would you have him in your life? And I would have listened because I've always, like, respected his opinion. And I've always kind of, you know, changed my life for the better based on, like, what he would tell me, too. And it's like, really, bro? Like, why couldn't, why couldn't you just be in my life, like, for, like, a little longer? Or, like, you know, Nick reached out to him, actually, and was like, can you help me with Nadia? And so it's like, damn. (laughs) You should have, you should have, like. But anyway, I guess that's really it for my tell-all. I'm obviously leaving things out um, that I either just cannot remember in this moment or just don't think they're, like, important things to mention, I guess. But, yeah, if you ever come across this guy, just run for the hills. Also, I did post anonymously, like, in this Facebook group, which now I guess, like, I'm, you know, confirming that I'm the one that posted it. So, like, it's no longer anonymous, but whatever. So I posted in this, like, are we dating the same guy Facebook group in the Santa Rosa one. And his fucking aunt commented on that post And she was like, run for the hills. 
And I, and I like didn't recognize that it was his aunt. And then I was like, oh, like, do you know him? And she's like, yeah, he's like related to me. He's bad news. So the fact that your own fucking blood related aunt was like, he's bad news, like run for the fucking hills. That is so telling of what kind of individual this is, you know? But honestly, like in my life, in this time, in my life, I guess, like I need honestly all like the love and positive vibes there possibly is because, you know, I'm really going through it. I I hate that I'm like looking at the past and like dissecting everything, being like, was this real? What did this mean? And just it's it's a waste of my fucking time. It's a waste of my energy. But I can't help but reflect back on like the whole experience and being like, what was real? Like what wasn't? And I guess, you know, I could just say like nothing was real, you know, and just like get over it. But it's it's not that simple. And I really wish it was. I wish I could just be like, dude, he was fucking psychotic. Nothing was real. He obviously never fucking liked you or loved you or cared about you. So just move the fuck on. You know, it's it's that simple. But for whatever reason, I just I think it is like the addiction part where you're so used to this person being in your life day in and day out from like good morning text messages to like good night text messages and the whole shebang. You're you're still like in that habitual like mode of a relationship and like that attention. Shout out to my best friend from Penn St. Monty and my new friend Nori, who's going to be like his best man. Um, thanks to those two really good friends of mine. I think it really like helps solidify that like I need to do better in my life, like with my like who I'm choosing to be around because they're like, why the fuck are you entertaining like felons? Like, why, why are you talking to this guy? And I don't know like what it is about my friends in California. It's just, you know, I don't know if my girlfriends did like a good job of telling me to like beware, but I honestly feel like it's also like every girl tells you like a guy is bad news, even if they're not. So I guess maybe subconsciously, like I ignore what they're saying because I'm like, well, you don't know him like I do. So I think like when it comes from a guy friend, I think it means a little more, especially when it comes to like the safety aspect. And they're like, I'm worried about you. Like you might fuck up your whole entire fucking life because of this guy, you know? I think I like need to remind myself that like this person, this individual will never reach out because I probably did ruin his life or like the, I guess like the fact that I like didn't care if I did or didn't, that in itself is very like fucked up. Where like he probably, honestly, I do kind of worry for my life. Like I, I am a little worried that like if he doesn't go back to prison, he's going to fucking kill me. So if anything happens to me, everybody knows what happened. He killed me. Okay, cool. Bye.